0: Karl Marx said, philosophers seek to understand the world. The point, however, is to change it.
1: The default will fall to the woman if there's a male-female dynamic. Um, The default of decision-making will fall to the woman because...
0: What Karl Marx meant to say was, men seek to understand the world. Women, however, change it.
1: Change it. Um, Uh, Then now I can agree with it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We fixed it. We We fixed fixed. marks. There you go, there you go.
0: Welcome to episode 282 of Pub Theology Live, a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft brew pint, a fine wine, or whatever happens to be in your glass. On today's episode, the Reverends Shannon Weston, Oganholder, Holder, and yours truly, Brian Burkoff, address and engage what's happening through a theological lens with a good brew in hand.
2: And that good brew might be in your very own pub theology-like pint glass, which we will give you as a thank you for becoming a supporter on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash ptlive, and for a few dollars a month, you'll get access to more content, pre- and post-show banter, and well supplies glass. a big thank you for with that pint glass. Again, that's patreon.com slash ptlive, and as always, we are so grateful for our current patrons.
1: And PT Live will be again at the Wild Goose Festival, Um, Wild Goose, July 11th through 14th at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina. Use code A-SW24 to get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. So today we're going to discuss analysis versus action, loving your neighbor, and care for the earth. so.
2: What are we drinking today, fellas? Um, Brian, what I, are you drinking? Oh, oh, again, go I, ahead. Oh, oh, sorry, um, I heard um, I introduced a version of this before. It was a uh, deputy is like a local lager, kind of reminiscent of a you know less sharp Heineken. But now apparently they make it infused with apple flavor, wow. so it's kind of got a, a bit of a shandy type element to it. Yeah but it's still it's i don't think they've they've mastered the the flavor blend or flavor profile yet because it, the the apple is such a subtle hint <laughs> that you almost don't know it's there wow. and it's it's clearly a, a green apple sort of flavor um which i don't know is the best to go with beer it's not horrible but it's not like Give me a it's lot a of ringing those. ringing endorsement
1: but, there, Ogan. But it's that's yeah, all I
0: have now. <laughs> it's like the Ooh. LaCroix flavor where someone mentioned the word green apple in the other and, room as they were and They just
1: wafted it over, <laughs> you know. It's like a good martini exactly. where you'd pour in the gin and just wave the vermouth by. Ah and set it down.
2: <laughs> pretty much what's happening here.
1: So they they tried to make a cider and failed, is what I'm hearing. <laughs>
2: That's pretty much that's pretty much what's going on. It's pretty much what's right. going on. It's like I feel I only taste the apple because it told me it's in it. That's right.
1: that's like how <laughs>
2: it's only subtle it is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's it. Brian, what are you drinking today?
0: I am drinking uh Laughing Fish Northern Northern Golden Ale by Upper Hand Brewing. Um, you know, it's kind of a basic Ale. It's, it's good. It's not too happy. Yeah. I think you both would approve. Yeah. And this is so upper hand, their logo is the northern part of the state, the Upper Peninsula. So oh, this is
1: I see. Through north
2: yeah. of the bridge. Because
1: it's the upper hand when you do exactly. Michigan.
2: Exactly. The, 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 the mitten thing. Oh, the, oh, that part up there. I always yeah, forget about that part up there. Because
1: it's the upper hand. <laughs> the
2: upper hand. They always
0: have the upper hand. <laughs>
1: And they've got the upper hand against lower Michigan.
0: Exactly. Exactly. What do you got today, Shannon?
1: So I'm going with um, one that I've had on the show before. I'm taking a break from the German beers, um, oh. partially because they're very hit and miss and partially because I have stuff to do after this. So I'm going with <laughs> um, a smaller can and less percentage. So I'm going back to my Bells, a Michigan Michigan brewery. Oh, yeah. um, Bells Oberon Eclipse, the Citrus Wheat um which is a good twist on their classic of Oberon um
0: yeah how is it different because the normal is a citrus weed isn't it like the classic Oberon
1: yeah I don't know actually what makes this one different I do say I prefer the other okay the original sure um then to the to this and I was actually very quickly trying to see what my star app said on where we were with an eclipse or whatever but and try to make that work on why I was drinking it but I couldn't get there fast enough, and fair. It was what it was. This or a Sam Adams blonde left in the fridge, so you know, leftover uh, yeah. good, from football season.
0: Good choice, good choice. And if you go to Bell's Brewing, uh, Bell's Brewery in Kalamazoo, they usually have on tap like four to six variations of Oberon that they don't. Oh, really? That they don't bottle, but you can only get you know at the brewery. I've had a mango habanero Oberon. That's
2: really good.
1: I don't like it when you mess with my beers, but that one sounds good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm not, I'm not a fan of spice, spicy beers like that. Like I don't, you know, again, dependent on, on the, 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 the heat content. I mean, I like spicy food. I don't like to drink spicy drinks. I hear like, you. I'm it's Brianna's different problems with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like we used to stop um, flying dog breweries near hairs and we used to go to flying dog brewery on our way And like, they just got too weird. Like, yeah, I don't need dragon fruit in my beer, you know, like I, so we actually stopped, we started going to, and there's another, there's another brewery by there that we go to now, but, um, yeah, it just got, it just got a little weird. And, but if you're into sours, they're, they're your, they're your people go for the sours there with flying dog. Nice. Their raging bitch though, is still one of my favorite beers, but it's very, it's like 9% alcohol. It is very high.
0: a Belgian IPA, and it's amazing.
1: It is amazing and will get you drunk very fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. Anyway,
0: on to today's topics. All right. So, how would you describe your communication style in three words?
1: I am literally leaving a retreat on this tomorrow. <laughs> mm. Are you leaving yep. my mind?
0: That was more than three <laughs> words, but no. Season, go ahead. What do you? So, what would you say?
1: Um, I'll use my descriptors that the I. The first down.
0: three that came to mind for me yes. were, "Leave me alone." <laughs> or mine, mine were. Sorry, go ahead. Or send a text. Send a text.
1: <laughs> oh, so you're thinking about literally how to communicate with you. Kind of. not that's... like your communication style. no you
2: you will give us a better answer i'm ma- i'm making light mine is mine is passively passively aggressive non-conflict avoidant passive passive aggressively conflict avoidant that's two hyphenated words so i'm getting away with four
0: yeah you're sneaking four in there that's right
2: there you go
1: so the the Traditional conflict style, or traditional communication styles are the passive, passive aggression, bang, um, bang. Ag- aggressive, and what was the last one?
2: I don't know. I said conflict
0: avoided. I
1: have to look it up. Um, oh,
0: passive, passive aggressive, and aggressive. That feels like the spectrum.
1: There's one more. <laughs> well... <sighs> But the problem is, is that they've become so, um, like overused. Yeah. Like that Mm -hmm. I, when I go into places and lead a retreat on it, I have to find another way to, excuse me, to talk about it because like you can't, people aren't comfortable saying my style is passive aggressive, like, cause that's been. So no there, one
2: wants to say that.
1: So nobody wants oh, that. I
2: oh, I, I got no problem. It's a problem. I got no problem owning it.
1: <laughs> so there's um, passive communication, which is like, I don't care. Either way, whatever you decide is fine. Um, there's passive aggressive, which is like, I'll just do it. I'll just take care of it. Oh. Whoops. There's aggressive, which Guilty. is like, I'm doing it my way. This is the only way to do it. And then there's the assertive. That's a great idea, but have you considered?
0: Oh, I right. like that.
1: So I am an assertive style. Um but I'm also a peacemaker. So I actually go between passive and assertive depending on my situation. But I've I've moved out of the passive into the assertive to say here's a suggestion, take it, leave it, change it. You know, let's let's fig- like let's mediate it, you know. Yeah,
0: so would you say the assertive is a uh healthier model than passive-aggressive? Is that fair to give it that qualifier? <laughs>
2: every every Everything's healthier than passive-aggressive. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, and so like this is the problem with these four communication styles because it does tend to put one above the other when right. it's really about like what's behind, it's like the Enneagram, it's like what's behind these things. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with the passive style. There's nothing wrong with the passive aggressive style as long as resentment isn't building or, you know, why are you just, oh, I'll just take care of it myself. Is that because you're a self-starter and an initiator and it actually should be done by just you? Is that your job? Or is it like, because, well, I'm just going to take my toys and go home, which is the trope that it becomes. So anyway, I just like, but- but. Yeah, go ahead.
2: I was gonna say the also the follow up to that question is how would you describe your communication style? I'll be like, well, it also depends who I'm talking to because I do all those styles you just described. Yeah. yeah. It's like I am I am varying all over the place. I use, Absolutely. I use all the styles.
1: Yeah. I'm very passive at home because I am tired of making decisions. And so the the mm. passive comes out because I I'm just done. Like, what do you want to have for dinner? I really don't care. Like, you decide, because I genuinely I, just don't care.
2: <laughs> I used to be very passive in relationships because I used to be like, you know, if partner's happy, then I am happy. Um, yep. And then that really wasn't the case. That wasn't the reality. In the end, you, you know, weren't back enough. to in the end i wasn't always happy because back to back to that whole enneagram nine also you know the peacemaker is i sometimes would conflate um keeping the peace with not allowing my needs to be expressed and it got to the point where i forgot how to have needs like i literally you'd ask me what do i want to happen here and i was like i don't know because i Mm. i'm didn't have the wherewithal to have a need or have a desire because i was just so used to deferring um yeah. to the person i was with and you know eventually realize, oh wait this doesn't this is this doesn't work in my relationships who's a common denominator yours truly i might need to i might need to <laughs> i might need to work on that i that might was very insightful on- of you ogan <laughs> thank you thank you i try you'd be surprised i'm people don't get that far. Um yeah. the uh, you know so it became a it became the like okay can I can I learn how to express a need and and have a need and be okay with a need and also remember that at the end of having a need and a desire and expressing it against the flow that people will still love me at the end of it. And that's ultimately what comes you know down to for a lot of us. How how can we how can we remain in a place of belonging? and how can we remain in connection with people without pissing them off and some people don't care they'll just piss you off anyways but for the rest of us it's like you know so yeah so so I think me I think I never thought about answering this because for me it's always about who am I talking to and what is yeah what is the context like when I was a when I was a church pastor you know I was very capable of clear, direct communication and being very clear about what needed to happen and who needed to Mm -hmm. do what, like, boom. But to your point, Shannon, I got home or in my personal other relationships and romantic relationships. And I was like, I can't even make my mind up about anything.
1: Yeah. Well, and not just that, but I was um, taught as a woman, as a young girl to be passive in my spousal relationship, right. To find yeah. out what my partner wanted before I expressed what I wanted or needed. And it's so interesting, right. Because when you're partnered with somebody who also learned that same thing for various right. reasons, it's, and so there are times where I, like I've had to teach myself. So the, like, it is more natural for me to be assertive, but as a child, that was, that language is like, you're a know-it-all, you're a blah, blah, blah. Like, even though I'm going, no, I I, th- I think we should do this. You know, like, this makes sense to me. Um, there's also, Brian, to your original point, there's also communication styles that are like verbal, nonverbal, visual, written. Like, there's also like our preferences on how we communicate. Right. But that's... I feel like I just took this way off topic in <laughs> this quick, like, All right. so here's my communication style. I want a plan. We need a plan. Um, I don't care if that plan ever happens. I just want to know that there <laughs> is one. <laughs> I, I am is... like,
0: I am the opposite of that. There'll be an idea that I can communicate, but zero idea how to execute. And I really don't want to execute it. I just want the idea to be out there and then people can make it happen somehow.
1: Uh, uh-uh. I am, I am process oriented. I am results oriented. Like I want, I want there to, I want us to have thought through it. Um, and I want, <laughs> even in little decisions, I want that to come out of what we most value and why it's important to us. And, yeah. um, and for most people, this sounds like a nightmare. Um, it happens to work for my husband. So, you know, that's Definitely.
0: great. So here's an interesting example. So I basically write the agenda and share our church board meetings. I'm not good at those details. Like, I'm. what should we talk about? I don't know. Here's stuff happening at the church. Like, I guess we could talk about that. But then it feels like we're talking about the same stuff all the time. And I want more of like, sort of should there be big picture angle and how does this fit in the wider you know our goals and I don't know but I'm not great at fleshing that out um so I I don't
1: know you know you have somebody in your life who does help people with that professionally you know that right
0: yes (laughs) also
1: true
0: also true
1: that you can just you have my phone number
2: (laughs) you can't as 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 we as we clearly surmise the pre-show, he can't afford. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
1: you know, for ooh. some people, they get a phone, they get a free phone call, you get a free, uh, you get a free consultation with every, a you know, free trial.
2: Also, no, also, there are some
1: very clear, easy fixes you can do. Those are some technical yeah. fixes that will solve your problem. All
2: also, right. w- what is your board president, our or board secretary there for? Because that's that's who I had do that job when I was in church. I was yeah, like, I mean,
0: right. We, you know, we have a moderator and um, but I, it just and she does a great job. But I feel like it's I feel like I'm most connected to everything going on. So I should be the one leading the meeting and leading. feels
1: and think. I heard those two words. I yeah. feel that I should do this and I think I should blah, blah, blah.
0: What else should I do? You're welcome. Beyond think and feel.
1: You should delegate.
2: <laughs> there you go. I was about to say defer, but delegate's a better word. There we go. Delegates it. let's get better. So, yeah. We I I used to have the I used to have the like the board president. That was their job to plan that all out and send it to me ahead of time. And if there were some things I felt we needed to add on, then I'd do that. <laughs> but but I made it clear. I was like, uh, I'm I'm the minister of the church. I am not in charge of the board, mm-hmm. uh, and this is a board meeting. So let the board members do the board meeting stuff, and I will attend and weigh in as you need me to. But yeah, I'm not I'm not being in charge of that.
1: Brian, you gotta Marie Kondo the church board. You gotta let go <laughs> of things that don't bring you joy.
2: There you go. <laughs> there you go.
0: Because it's too quickly becomes a board meeting. B o r e d. Exactly.
1: I mean, when when you're a leader, though, I think this is really important, again, why I'm leading a retreat on this tomorrow, like when you're, it's a staff retreat for a church. And like when you're a leader, it's really important. And and when you're a church leader, particularly, right, because you work with so many people to know how you best communicate, and to be able to switch into different communication styles to best fit the person in front of you. Because let's be honest, guys, right now, we like in our country, this is what we talk about all the time. We're not listening to one another, which is actually where communication style begins is in listening. Maybe that's your problem, Brian. You don't listen. (laughs) But you don't don't listen
2: to your heart. Your heart's telling you.
1: When it's calling for you, listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do.
2: Exactly. Because
1: you don't know where you're going and you don't know why.
0: Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. There might
1: so, be uh, I want so badly. I still want that to become one of those "Jesus is my boyfriend" songs that somebody sings in church. Like, I it's perfect. It it's is absolutely perfect. perfect. It's there's no you don't need to change one word, not
0: one. Is that? Who, who, is that the Rock Cats?
1: Oh, I don't like. Hold on, I'll I
2: don't even it. remember.
1: I don't either, I, but I it's too good. Remember. I always thought it was, it, it is, um, it's set. yep.
2: Or set. that's it.
1: Yeah, it's rock set.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: It's just, it's perfect.
0: Moving on. Speaking of uh, language, Karl Marx said, philosophers seek to understand the world. The point, however, is to change it. So between taking the time to analyze and understand something and do the research and figure it out versus taking action where do you tend to lean on that sort of dichotomy do you tend to spend more time hey we got to research this we've got to learn more we can't we can't do anything until we have all the facts or do you more sort of do that quickly and then say no i'm going to make an action a decision's needed i'm going to do it
2: well, I mean, again, I hate these like black and white questions. It depends. It is. No, you have to choose, right?
1: <laughs> this is a some, forced answer quiz. <laughs> some
2: some things require urgent action, like like we can't pussyfoot about this. We we got to make a decision now and go. And some things are like whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't need to rush on a decision here. Let's take some time together, right? So so for me, the real question is. How do you discern which is which? Because for some people, everything is urgent, and everything is not urgent. And and I also have And actually uh, very
1: little is urgent.
2: Very little. Very, very little. And only a few more things are really that important. But mm-hmm. but yes. But my my promise my problem with the original premise also is uh, understanding the world. The point, however, is to change it. And yeah, do you not agree with every- that. Not everything needs changing. <laughs> and for some people, they they implement change for the sake of change. There are definitely some things that need changing. And again, that's part of the whole, like, how do we discern whether this is an urgent issue that we need to address now or we can take our time to do the accurate research? And is this a thing that actually does need changing? And to what extent does it need change in so there's there's a lot of nuance that's going into this and frankly i'm surprised that like this is coming from a philosopher (laughs) i i would think philosophers would be the first person to tell you like yeah there's no there's no black and white answer here no 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 binary answer it's yeah but i you know
0: my sense is that philosophy and philosophers definitely lean toward the taking the time to analyze from every literally mm-hmm. every angle. And even then let's analyze it again, because mm-hmm. we might've missed something to the yep. point that you never actually do something Get anything done <laughs> about the thing, because what if you're wrong and we can't be wrong. So we're going to just analyze to death.
1: So it's, it's a
0: generalization, but that's my sense of it.
1: No, it's, it's interesting because it really feels like a philosopher's way of saying do you measure and then cut or do you, you know, cut and then measure? Like that's it, it really feels like that question just in a new way.
2: Um yeah, de- and- well, measure, measure twice, cut once. You still still gotta cut, but don't like just like rush into the cut Yeah, I was gonna say
0: <laughs> cut, then measure cannot be a good. <laughs>
1: Um, it's not but it's my it's my preferred method
2: (laughs) some people I was gonna say some people do that man some people do that I
1: kind of eyeball it and cut it off and you know you cut on the longer side just in case because you can't you know go the other way some
2: (laughs) for some people it's it's ready fire aim looking at looking at you type eight enneagrams so you know it's it's the thing
0: I could be that way with cooking like, I don't like, like, if there's a recipe, like, okay, that's, that's a helpful guide, but I'm just going to throw in a few other things. or I'm just going to eyeball the amount of oil Absolutely. or the amount of this ingredient, and it's going to be good that's enough.
2: Right. Like, it, you know, but that feels like there's more, there's more wiggle room. Well, that's so, why the, that's,
1: and, that's and, why and, the correct
2: answer to every question is it depends <laughs>
1: Well, so I, I have this tendency when we, um, let's say like want to go on vacation to someplace new that I know like nothing about. Right. right? So I I have no starting point. I will overload myself on information to the point that I'm just like, I can't even deal with this anymore. Walk away. And then like by the end, have some clarity on what we need to do. Cause like I need time for all of that to be filtered through yeah so i need every option in order to narrow down to no option or to one option or two but like derek's the person who can analyze forever like forever and he would so i think that's also you know this is one of those situations where if there are ever two kinds of people they find each other in marriage you know where like because i tend to be more action-oriented and he tends to be more you know um, research oriented, like we're a really good payer, so he slows me down to the action, and I speed him up to it. Because what I do, I don't know. Again, Ogan, I agree, and at the same time, like, if we're just thinking about something and not doing anything about it, like, right, you know, but that doesn't mean that we should jump to doing something about it and not think about it first. Like, right. this is that absolutely. Old, you know
0: I think Christy and I both lean toward do the research and then maybe we'll make a decision later and that can be really bad because
1: and that's why your kids build so many things yes <laughs> they're like Let <laughs> you do something
0: like someone has to do something someone
1: has to do something around here <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man if it, like if especially if it's around shopping or like a purchase that's not a regular purchase, I can just take way too long to like, look at every option, make sure I'm getting the best deal. Is there one more coupon code I'm not aware of? Is there one more brand I haven't heard of? It's awful.
1: See, and I've learned to get over that. And then I also know that I will have buyer's remorse immediately (laughs) because that'll like, that'll come to me after the action. (sighs) I'll be like, no, 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 let's just do it. It's a good deal. It's a good idea. You know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I'll do it. Then I'll immediately have buyer's remorse, and it'll go away, cause it's done. It'll go away. Go. It goes away. I love
2: okay. it. The, the, I love the, it. The decision is made. But uh, well, you said something interesting about the about the relationship aspect of it. So like you you and Derek and kind of opposites and it works. And Brian and Christy are kind of on the same page and it and works. And it
1: doesn't work. <laughs> it it works know for them as a couple. Works.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. Works for them as a couple. Maybe maybe not for their family getting shit done, but it works for them as a couple. You know, this the kids could be frustrated. There's They'll no get over right it.
1: or wrong to it, you know. Th-
2: that's that's what I'm saying. It comes down, it comes down to the people involved, yeah. right? Yeah. And and being able to, to recognize whether I get along with someone more with, I'm on the same page and recognize we, we flow better together because we think more like, or like I realize the gift in having my compliment. Otherwise, like I would, I would run headlong into a wall. Uh, Jennifer and I used to use the analogy of kite and string whereby Mm -hmm. I was, I was like the kite just like, you know, flitting from one thing to next all over the place and in dangerously close to power lines, all sort of shit. And like, she was a string that would kind of rein me in, but without me and my, you know, going with the wind, she she would just get like just mired in like the, the the sitting there of again all the research and all that. So we so for most most things we made it work, um, yeah. but but it takes I think it takes a, a like a really special kind of temperament to to recognize yes we are opposites and that's a really good thing. Yeah. Um. As, as, as well.
1: Well, it means that um, like, so we're, you know, there are times where like, so we use, we use that same analogy of where like a balloon and a string and uh-huh. I'm, you know, it's like, but there's a tether, right. um Something yeah. that tethers you not in a bad way, but like grounds you really right. is the language exactly. we're using. Right. So both a grounding
2: and a raising up.
1: And a raising up, but it's, but they're, you know, Derek's a really big picture guy too. And so a lot of yes. like when he wrote his book, right, like he sat down and he's like, here's what I want. to." And I'm like, OK, what is what needs to be in this chapter? What does that look like? How does that work? Well, you know, so there's this practical whatever element when I'm changing, when I'm making this decision to change jobs, I'm in this, you know, big picture. And then he's asking the yeah, but what does that look like on your day to day? What needs to be in the bank? What is this? Mm-hmm. So it, it's just a. I think it takes understanding and patience to let the other person have their time in whatever yeah. they need. But I, I actually, the the first thing that comes to mind with this for me is that um, I have, a, cause I'm an external processor. So I, not just on research, but I all have this tendency to like talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about an issue. Same. and never actually like claim what's mine to take responsibility for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and whatever. So years ago, I, um, okay, I'm not gonna complain to people that can't do something about it. Like, And now I've kind of, I've, I've found that middle ground that says, if I just need to bitch about it, I have people that I call and say, I just need there to is. bitch about this there so is. I can get it out of my body. You know, right? So I can get it out into the world. Yes. And then there and then I'll figure out later what to do about it. But right now I just need to complain. And so yes. like you gotta find your own balance as well, you know. Yes. Cause if I br- if I spring to action as soon as those things happen, man, I would not have any friends.
2: <laughs> true that, true that.
1: <sighs>
0: and in I would say, in fairness to Christy, she's probably better at making the decision or quicker than i am.
1: So here's here's my argument to that. I'm going to push back on this for all I'm going to be gendered about this for men everywhere. Women do that because they have to because somebody eventually has to make the decision not because it's natural for them. Yeah. So i'm i'm just pushing on that a little bit cuz there are some things that decisions need to be made. We talk about this all the time. Derek and i work so hard to like ungender Our relationship Mm -hmm. and this is the that's the kind of stuff that the default will fall to the woman if there's a male female dynamic Mm. um the default of decision making will fall to the woman because oftentimes especially family related it kind of has to
2: well we still also have where the opposite especially in more traditional like patriarchal type relationships where the opposite still exists where you know and we see this a lot in you know christian household where you know the it is biblically ordained that the man is the head of the family and the man makes the decisions so we still we still have a lot of situations where where that happens yeah especially
1: around money that especially
2: around especially around money and money and 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 discipline
1: i think are the two areas for sure yeah
2: yes and I and I have some in law family relations where their structure is set up like that, and it drives it drives Joy crazy because Joy goes to visit with with her mom's families, and when when she sees that dynamic playing out, she goes, "I don't I don't understand these these are really smart intelligent women. I don't understand what's happening right now yeah. <laughs> that that they are just like like just like blandly deferring their husband about, and she goes, and not just about." The big things like she goes like one time i was there it was me my aunt and my cousin who's also a girl and she's like we we like nobody felt like cooking that night so we're like yeah let's order pizza let's order pizza and then she goes my aunt goes well let me check in with my husband first to make sure that's okay and jo- joy was like wait what sorry
1: what <laughs>
2: <laughs> like is it yeah. is it a is it a like a money thing or are you like is this like a budget she goes no 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 just want to just want to make sure that he's okay coming home to pizza. Um, so I was like,
1: okay. Oh, hey. And if he's and not, he can make himself to, something in the kitchen. <laughs> and to your
2: point, I was the one she called a bitch about it.
1: Yeah, 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 <laughs> right?
2: exactly. Wow. I can't bitch about it with them because I want him to keep giving me a room sometimes, but I got to put this somewhere and you're No,
1: it. I just, you know, when <laughs> you're in a, a, when you're in a progressive heterosexual relationship Yes, and agreed. and there are other, there are dynamics in same-sex relationships too. So I'm not gonna, uh, I just can't yes. speak to them as clearly um, or as intelligently, not that this is an intelligent, you know, anyway, but it is, it's a thought through conversation. <laughs> but, but when you both work, when you both are, you know, trying mm-hmm. to do, you know, Derek cooks half the time, et cetera, there are some things that like we can make equal, right? Like, Right. You cook three nights a week. I cook three nights a week. We order out once a week. Done. Right. But there are some things like we and we talked about this the other day, so it's not. But we share morning drop off equally. We do not share afternoon pickup equally. Is that because my husband thinks my job is less important than his? Absolutely not. Right. But it's not on his radar and a decision has to be made on who's going to pick up the kids. So it ends up being me and I end up doing it and et cetera, et cetera. So it just is the dynamic that I name in this that Mm. going to the point of there's there's this is the opposite of it. When there's an action that has to be done, we don't always do the work of thinking through it because it's an immediate action that has to be done. That's how it relates with this quote. Right.
2: Yeah. So that's yeah. where
1: women become the default decision makers when like the action has to happen. And
2: Plus I think men also, men also have a greater, <laughs> men also have a greater tolerance for things going off the rails and like, you know, they'll figure it out. Like, I don't know if it's ever if it's just a, a lazy man mindset or it's just a, we, we, we have again that greater tolerance and bandwidth for, you know, the unexpected. Yeah. Maybe the kids get hurt a little. As long as no one dies, they'll be okay. Like Well, in a there's fairness, that sort
1: of I know couples where, like, you know, like I keep a good monitor on the food in the house, for instance. Um, mm-hmm. partly because I have issues, but also partly because, you know, whatever. And like I know couples where like she wouldn't ever dream to even think do we have milk in the house kind of deal. And like mm. that's his responsibility so again it just goes it goes both ways but anyway i just i want to name that dynamic
0: yeah i think what Karl marx meant to say was men seek to understand the world women however change it
1: change it Um, Uh, then now i can agree with it
0: (laughs) (laughs) we fixed it we We fixed marx there you go there you go All right. So uh, Romans 13, 9, this is a letter from Paul in the New Testament. says, the commandments, and then he quotes a few commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other co- command there may be, he says, are summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. So the question is, if this is so all these commands could just be summarized with one command why was there a need to give all these other commands couldn't uh instead of giving moses the ten commandments god could have just given him the the golden rule for example and saved everyone a
2: lot of uh time well we had a we had to fill up the space on the tablet somehow
1: <laughs> there were two whole tablets
2: <laughs> well, according according to Malbrouks in the history of the world, there were three, and he dropped one. Well, that's he, true. Well, we off, know one of them magic. broke, right? He got angry. There, there, there you go. There yeah, you go. but then it went into uh, the Ark
1: of the Covenant, and you know all the broken.
2: So things. I, I think, I think that. At when the, you know, the original Ten Commandments, air quote in the Ten Commandments, because, you know, you, you read Leviticus, they're a lot more than ten. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's like
1: hundreds of commandments. Right,
2: exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, but I think at the time they were written, it was like, we are, we are a new people, we are a new group, we are like, you know, setting out on our own. Um, to establish ourselves as a people really for the first time. We need the minutiae. We need the details. We don't need room for error. They didn't know how to make decisions.
1: The list is the how, right? Love your neighbor. How do I do that? Here's the list.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Here's the
1: current list we've come up with.
0: Okay. (laughs) The how versus the what or the why.
2: Yes, yes. So all the minute commandments were towards this basically this how this is how y'all can live together and it'll be okay. Um, but if you just started with the live together, <laughs> it wouldn't go well. So here's the minutia. and now you know, I think then we fast forward to Jesus' time and part of his whole point was you guys got so caught up in the minutia. Yep. of the law that you neglected the intention of the law, which was about how we how we be with each other. So yeah, kind of like approach it from both ends, I think meet in the middle.
1: But I do I wonder um, with where we are in the world right now if that's enough for us at this point, right like what does it mean to love my neighbor as myself? Like, well, I think
2: we need the both and. We need the both and, yeah. The both and, yeah, Yeah, because
1: there's a like, we've gone, we've gone far, we've gone astray, (laughs) again.
2: Yeah, because were we were we ever not astray? (laughs) I think that's the question. It's
0: fair. So the way of asking it is: Could a society, whether ancient Israel uh, or a modern nation, could a society exist that reduced its laws to something like? treat people well, be a good person, love your neighbor or something to that effect. And I think what you're both saying is not really because you need those details because for some people, Hey, I'm loving my neighbor. And they're like, I don't want to be loved like that.
1: Yeah. 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 Like, no, 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 not like that. But I do. Nope. So here, so the example that comes to mind in this of like a law that, so I believe that um, a right to marry whoever you choose, it should be a universal right. So that to me is a law that could be enacted that sums up love my neighbor as myself. If I have this right, my neighbor should have this right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um. same, it's like access to healthcare should be universal in that way. Like everyone should have this. Um, So that to me is like modern day versions of a law that are ways of loving my neighbor as myself. Now, if I say to Jeff Bezos, love your neighbor as yourself, like, does that mean we send every, or or is it Musk? Who's sending everybody to space? You know, right? Like there's both. So there's this like, what does that mean? Does that you know, like, is this life? This lifestyle can't be for everybody. Well, no, I don't want your lifestyle. Thank you very much, But, You know that kind of well.
2: Job. And send. Well, I mean, let's not let's not. I was gonna say, let's not be hasty. If billionaires, if we get off, we could all have the billionaire love each other lifestyle. I mean, I may not say no to that.
1: <laughs> I, but they're not sharing their money. They're like, here, take a ride on my rocket. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> I know you yeah. would go to space, Ogan. We've had this conversation. Oh. oh. <laughs>
0: In a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, I'll take a thousand shares of Amazon if you want to love me that way. Sure. There you go. There's that too.
2: There, there's, but there's it, that it too.
1: Does so. Here's the other side of this for me right now. Of like, let's look at affordable housing. So we yes. talked about this last week, right? Yes. Last week we were talking about Super Bowl commercials, and we were commenting that this is the first time us as Gen Xers have felt like the Super Bowl commercials. The way far majority of them were tailored towards us. Yeah. And I made this Mm -hmm. joke. I'm like, right, because we're inheriting all the money from the boomers. And so that's why they're like, oh, the Gen Xers are now going to have the money. Now we don't actually have any money because we've got, we're just using it to pay off all our debt. But nonetheless, you know, right. 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 But let's talk about affordable housing. Let's, so um, around here, there are, three or four, I can name three or four new, um, new senior living developments happening, like massive senior living developments, hundreds and hundreds of condos. And we're going, so who's buying the houses that they're selling for them to move here? Like they are not affordable to people. You know, the people that need affordable, like these could all be affordable housing developments in in a different way. And so are we actually loving so th- there's a way that I want to say love your neighbor as yourself, but also love each other as if we're all of one family. You know, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. What does this even distribution look like kind of thing? What is ret- like what is reparation look like, you know? Yeah,
0: because frankly, we are like the person in the gospels who's like, well, who is my neighbor? And we don't yeah. really we don't really care to change our lives by and large for the good of someone I'm not related to or intimately connected to.
1: That's right. And we've gotten stuck in that, and our laws have gotten stuck in that um relation um yeah. of blood aspect.
2: I was I just wrote something about this on my sub stack, necessary trouble substack.com about how uh, U.S. laws are woefully behind the times in terms of legal protections for families. They're still very much based on that nuclear family model. Mm-hmm. And like 18% of U.S. families uh, match that nuclear family model of, you know, the mother, mother, father, child, right? right. Like we got blended families. We got single families. We got grandparents raising kids. We got non-monogamous families. We got all different types of family structures that form the majority of how families in the U.S. look now, but the laws are not structured to offer them protections. So, and I gave the case of in in Massachusetts, the two cities, Somerville and Cambridge, who actually um, introduced and passed city ordinances that that lists things like um, like non-monogamous uh, mm-hmm. family situations as a protected class like race and sex and orientation because you have these cases where, for example, like, you know, grandparents don't agree with uh, someone's monogamous lifestyle and think for some reason it's bad for the kids. So now they're suing for custody and that that right. sort of ridiculous things happen. Or the same thing allowed with, like, you know, sure, I have two or three partners and I am in the hospital, but none of them can come visit me because they don't have those rights. We can't buy a house together, that sort of deal. So it's still the the the, the laws are so they're not with the times. And and it's not just about relationship stretches, but so many things we can point to. Um, so when we talk about the 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 loving our neighbors as ourselves, you know, here we are talking about the commandments or slash the laws. Um, The laws kind of also have to reflect the reality of the times. And so too many of our laws, our laws don't.
1: One of the main things, Brian, I don't know about you and Ogan. I don't know about you and your travels. One of the main things I hear from people when they talk about the United States is they say, you don't care for your most vulnerable. Mm. That is the first thing they point out. And it's really interesting given that we've all grown up with this American superiority idea somehow, right? Whether you're in America or not, there's just this air of, we've, we've just done such a good job promoting this lie that America is superior, that it's actually really refreshing to hear someone say the truth, which is like, yeah, but you don't care for your vulnerable.
0: Well, we're superior, and we can't
1: respect that.
0: We're superior at not helping our neighbor, so we're still number one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so but, true. So, so very so, true.
0: But we have the weakest social safety net of like yep.
1: any
2: developed nation. That's even even some even some underdeveloped ones. Oh, air quoting underdeveloped yeah, nations. Yeah, yeah, and right. That's not great language. But, have, have better safety nets. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and and you know just the the. What is, I mean, it's something like in the 70s or 80% of people are just one direct deposit away from, you yeah. know, bankruptcy. And it like, it's just, it's not far. And we saw that during the pandemic. That's why we had to swoop in with safety nets because like there wasn't any. Yeah.
2: So, and- so true, true story. A friend, a friend of mine here, a friend of, sorry, go ahead, Brian. I was just going to say,
0: we swooped in to help people and it worked and the world didn't end.
1: And then we immediately abandoned them (laughs) and the world didn't end (laughs) didn't end
2: the world the world didn't end didn't end indeed um a friend of mine here uh, uh i was having lunch with him on sunday and they were like i need your help with this decision they were like um they're also an expat and they're part of this expat group and they connected with somebody in this expat group and they became really fast friends and they knew they knew ahead of time or as they again know this person, they realized this person is more conservative lean in and they were more like progressively in. But but, you know, she didn't think they were like at the extreme. So, like, you know, we can get along around our differences. <laughs> she goes, she goes, I was taking her to the airport the other day to go to New York. And and she was really anxious because she goes, her brother said to her, got to watch out. All those illegals have been bussing to new york and giving them giving them free room and board and free health care and now they're mugging people she was like and my friend was like wait what 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 are you saying right now and she goes yes that's what's happening and so so it was really the fox talking point scripts mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. around around what's really happening which is like we got states like texas and florida who are Busing immigrants to the so-called woke cities. And right. the woke cities are saying, We're not gonna leave you out to die in the cold. Come into the shelter for a specific period of time till you get yourself sorted out. Oh, and if you're sick, go to urgent care, go to the ER, and you know, let's try and take care of your needs. But but that's being spun as the handout. the illegals right sort of deal and i'm like and And by the way most of those
1: people are here legally like
2: they are because it's seen sanctuary again constitutional right
1: no i mean and that i mean that's the because i listened to an article or i listened to an npr segment on that as well actually with denver because denver's mayor a lot of people are being shipped to denver and or a bus Mm -hmm. to denver and um like they're uh anyway their mayor's responding in this way it's a certain way and um you know it's just it's just this she's like no they're here legally or legally yeah it's just this isn't we just don't have the room for it you know um
2: no and i i i understand i I understand that and and it is but but uh but again yes to 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 believe the narrative to the point where you're like now i'm gonna go to new york i'm gonna go get mugged yeah right by someone well again <laughs> we've got
1: to make them terrible people somehow we can't have any sympathy whatsoever you know and
2: my friend is like and my friend is like i don't know if i can still be friends with her
1: yeah no well, <laughs> yeah.
2: i mean <laughs> you like, can in but you and
1: know. then we have
0: a yeah yeah major we, 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 presidential candidate it. who says immigrants are quote poisoning the blood of our society which should send
2: Chills exactly.
0: to anyone who is awake.
2: Well, you know, again, he he is where he is because he keeps saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> that a lot oh of gosh. people believe. keep, keep a saying lot of the people quiet be-
1: part out loud. <laughs> that a lot of people
2: believe, but never thought it was politically expedient to say out loud. But this is their core belief, no, a lot of people. so
1: true, right? Like, oh, I wasn't allowed, but now that we're anti-woke, I can. Exactly. You know? Uh, which, a- a- exactly. Which, what, that started in like the 90s? The anti-PC, you know, conversation. Yes. Like, yes. it's yeah. totally yeah. made up. It's just made up.
2: Yeah. And now you have, and now it's getting to the extremes where you have some Republican, some Republican politicians, thankfully just at like mostly local and state levels, who are talking about repealing the right for women to vote. Because they're like, if women weren't voting, we wouldn't have all these progressive people in government. I've I've heard Republican politicians say that, some of them. That's and I'm like, Jesus, what worse is worse than happening the quiet right part. Now? That's worse than the quiet part. That's
1: the No, you know what? what? Say it. Say it out loud. Because women are the majority in this country. And oh my God. we need to vote even more because if women, you you all know these statistics, right? That if yeah. women were the only voters, there would be no Republican Party. So Say it out loud,
2: and that's what they're saying. That that's 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 his premise. So that he's is like, uh, yeah, it's almost, bring it back. and I'm like, it's almost like mm-hmm. we need to quote
0: Karl Marx again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who was the guy? Who was the Christian guy that used to go around? This is totally tangential, but he used to go around. He was super conservative Christian, but he would go around and give these speeches that were, if men were truly progressive. They would be in gay relationships because they would want to be with the superior sex. They would want to actually what? be do you even don't remember this? I do not
0: no. remember that.
1: Well, I'll have to look it up no. and find it. But the wow. his whole argument was is that wow. like if if a man if a man was truly a superior man, he would want to be with another man, he would want to be with his equal not this lesser sex of uh, a woman
2: so so basically he's 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 setting the stage for his coming out that's how i read that
1: i mean really it was just a conservative <laughs> yeah. christian who wanted to be gay let's just that be sounds like it, a, you know, right? exactly
0: that's like saying if someone wants to truly be conservative mm. not progressive
1: right <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> you said you said the
0: other way which had me
2: confused
1: well sorry well his no his point his point was is that no Men are the no. She said it the
2: right way. Yeah, his his
1: point was that men are the superior sex, but they have bought into the lie that they need to be with women who are the inferior sex, and that if you were truly in your superiority as a man, you would want to be with another man.
0: I see. You said progressive, which made me think, made me misunderstand.
2: I got you.
1: I probably said it wrong because I'm a beer in.
2: No, no, no. I'm.
1: And I haven't eaten a whole lot today. Let's well,
2: I, I think I, I heard progressive less politically and more moving us forward.
1: Right. Moving yeah. you yeah.
2: forward. Correct. Yeah. Don't be held. Don't be held back by women.
1: Don't be held back by us women here.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm, right. These, Are you, these
1: yeah. women folk that we have here.
2: Oh, my God. Uh, these who times, make you do times. things, these who world make
1: decisions for changers. you and the world changers.
2: Who make you do things before you had the chance to think it through properly and do all the research?
1: All the research, like all, all of it, though. But for all real, of all it. of it. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, friends, for tuning in to Pub Theology Live. You can show your love for the show by becoming a supporter on Patreon. Get access to pre- and post-show banter and more. Visit patreon.com slash Live to get started. And a big thank you to our current patrons. Our top cities tuning in this week are Cedar Springs, Michigan, Dover, Delaware, and Haddonfield, New Jersey.
2: Australia, you watch- where you're at, come where on,
1: did come Australia on back you go? Australia. You got to step back up. <laughs> you can watch videos for these conversations on Facebook Live. And if you'd like to start a pup theology gathering in your town, find support and resources at puptheology.com. So until next time, friends, drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing.
2: We gotta, we gotta talk about Australia. Hope we, hope we get that invite again. Yeah, we do.
1: So good. Oh. Uh.
2: So, so yeah, you gotta look up, you gotta look up that one because I've not, I, I had not heard of that. Oh,
1: it was, I mean, it was person. at least fifteen years ago.
2: Okay, that is amazing. Because that one makes my, my brain explodes a little bit.